friends. Welcome to Race the Rise podcast, a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy-to-follow practices to live a better life. I am your host, Mithal Patel, a parenting junkie, Ayurveda enthusiast, and an advocate of conscious living. Parenting is hard, especially trying to be patient with the little version of impatient you is definitely hard. But you know what? I'm here to share a perspective and a mindset shift. When I learned that children learn more from what you are than what you teach was a moment, a drastic perspective shift for me. Just think about it because your kids watch you for a living. And hello, that's their job, right? It's their job and it's what they do. That's why. That's why it's so important for us parents to try our best and be the best, you know, role model, a good role model that we can be for, for our kids. Because at the end of the day, we all know that children are great imitators. So we have to give them something great to imitate. And like, like they say, you can't teach children to behave better by making them feel worse. So like, it's so important for us to, to model and showcase that this is how we behave. So that's why I really want to, today's, in today's episode, I want to emphasize on the importance of modeling appropriate behaviors so our kids can imitate the appropriate behaviors that are good for them. That's why I really love to focus on being the best version of myself because my kids watch me. They're, you know, they are looking at what what I'm doing. And that's why I love what Dr. Laura Markham says that children learn what they live. Basically, it's not about what we teach them or it's not about what we tell them to do, but rather it's about what we show them. It's about how do we show up as a parent for our children or in front of them or around them. That's how they learn. And that's why modeling appropriate behaviors is like a must. It's like a you know, must tool to have for us parents if we, want, if we have these aspirations that I want my children to be happy or if I want my children to be confident or whatever your values, the set of values that you think or you want your children to have or a way you want your children to live. That's why it's so important to be a conscious parent rather than, you know, focusing on our children. And that's why we say conscious parenting is about parents. It's not about kids, right? We parent want to be a better version of ourselves. So for example, think about what we are doing around kids because children can definitely feel our energy. Now, we all know about the concept of energy, right? The energy can never be um, destroyed. It only transfers from one person to another. So whatever you feel, your children are sensing your energy. And they pick up. They really pick up on nonverbal cues and, you know, such as our tone of voice, our facial expressions, what we're feeling, like the energy the physical closeness, all these things, they pick up on them so easily and quickly. So when we mess up, such as when we yell or, you know, when we're screaming, 
we must repair the damage. We must repair the broken emotional connection because now which shows, okay, yes, you know, I can also make mis I make mistakes too. And you can also make mistakes. But what we do about that mistakes is what's important, right? That's what's important. It's important for us to apologize to our to our kids when when we make a mistake. Um, and so I really, really focus on modeling the behavior. For example, I have days, I mean, most of the time I have these days when I come from work and I haven't even entered the door yet and my kids just start telling me stories. Now, they're excited. They're excited. They want to share their day and I get it. But I'm not in that in that position yet to take or absorb anything yet. So there has been time when I just like literally lash out like, okay, can I even walk in the door kind of a deal, right? I mean, hello, you know, we're all humans and it happens. We get, we get agitated, we get irritated, like I need five minute breather, right? So in that moment, if that happens, apologize. We're now here, there are two ways we can go. We're not apologizing that I feel bad right now, but rather we're, we want to apologize that you know, whatever I feel, it's not because of you or it's not because you want to share your stories. It's because I need that time to relax a bit. I need that space to gather my emotions so I can show up 100% for what you want to share with me, right? So when we apologize to our kids, it sets that stage for a future relationship based on our mutual respect because, you know, and emotional safety. Because now they know that, okay, even though my mother yelled at me, she really knows that that was not right thing to do in that moment. So it's my, you know, it's my responsibility that I give her her space and let me, because she asked for it. So we got to respect each other. So now that just sets the stage that we all respect each other. So mutual respect and, of course, emotional safety. And it also gives our children a reference point and an appropriate behavior to model. So next time when they are, they are feeling agitated or irritated or, you know, and, a, and if a sibling comes or if we are asking for something and if they're not feeling in that moment and if they lash out, they can just, you know, apologize or whatever. Like they can even ask for like, I hear you. Can I just give them, can I just get a moment? I need some time. Or anything, right? It could be anywhere. Now we can go deeper in this parenting script, but some other day. So, um, I I really today I really wanted to share. Now we all know that you know the importance of modeling behavior, but how? That is also an important factor. How to model the behaviors? So we all get angry too, and you know how we handle our anger teaches our children how to handle their anger as well because of course like for example if you have a child like like my little one gets agitated even for a little thing it lights like, for example if he's coloring and the page is moving he'll get agitated he'll literally rip off the paper and he'll throw his crayons because he he's irritated that things just not going his way so when when you handle your anger in you know in a manner where they can learn, great, it teaches them. Now, you don't even, you don't have to teach them directly. They learn this behavior just by looking at you because, again, 
I love what Dr. Laura Markham says, and I'll repeat myself that children learn what they live. So how can we blow off the steam without losing our cool, right? That's what the question in your head now. So we, we can go many ways. We can go into a separate room where you can yell, kick, pound on a pillow, whatnot, take your frustrations out. Or you can, my favorite one is just lying down on the floor in total surrender for a few minutes. So I literally, there are days where I just take a second, put my stuff out and just literally lie down on where, where they are. So whether it's in the living room or whether it's on my couch, wherever I am. And I just say, okay, I need to breathe. I really need to breathe for two minutes right now because I'm tired. Whatever that is, I need space, right? Or you can, again, take a few deep breaths. And if you do this in front of them, it actually shows them that they can also do this next time. So in this sense, they learn not to react. Rather, it's how important it is to respond. Or you can even laugh, laugh it out, or cry in front of them. Like, oh, I'm so tired. I had a bad, very bad day and I don't feel good, can I just get a few minutes, right? Or anything. You can even call a you know, trusted friend who will listen to your story with empathy and care. That also is a way that um, to let your frustration out. These are some of the ways that you can model the behavior. And next time when they have sibling fights or when they have a frustration or uh, an argument with their peers in school, whatnot, they know what to do. They know maybe it's, you know, maybe it's time that I need to step back and breathe a little. Maybe it's time for me to remove myself from that space. Maybe it's time for me to, you know, laugh it out or just, you know, just go somewhere where, or go and talk to a teacher or, you know, another friend who I can trust who would listen to me with empathy and care. So I just wanted to come up and share that there are so many ways that we can handle our anger and our frustrations and we can show our kids how to do this for them as well. And trust me, finding calm when things are at their most stressful is one of the biggest challenges in parenting. Been there, done it. It's not like I'm 100% perfect conscious parent. I'm also, I get I get this on a, on a regular basis. So, it, you know, it's because when our emotions take over, we lose self-control, right? We stop thinking rationally and are no longer present in that moment. And we forget, we forget how much we love our children and how vulnerable they are at this stage. And they're learning. They're learning by looking at us, how we handle. And, you know, because they depend on us to feel safe and protected in this world. So when we lash out or, you know, out of anger, um, we get angry, yell or whatnot, it's not like we are doing this intentionally. We don't enter this state intentionally. It just happens in the blink of an eye. When we lose our self-control, we lose our ability to self-regulate. And it can take us hours or sometimes days to get get you know get it back get back to the stage that's why instead of going into this state we really need to learn to practice mindfulness we want to go to the state of mindfulness instead of state of yelling 
And so how, how can we find this calm when emotions are spiraling out of control? It's by learning how we can catch these triggers and what to look for before they erupt, which is a story for another day. It's all about self-regulating our emotions. So first thing is, you know, now we know how important it is to model our behavior. Next time, we will focus on how self-regulating our emotions can save us from this yelling or, you know, from uh, behaving unconsciously and rather show up with best intentions for our kids and ourselves. That's it for this week's episode of Race to Rise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at risewithmetal.com and join us again next time for more wisdom about life, kids, and everything in between. I am Mital Patel wishing you happy raising and rising. Oh,